Hello and welcome to our very first episode of the Wine Not Podcast. We've got two Wine Not gals coming at you tonight. We've got Rosé and Sangria. Chardonnay is not joining us tonight, but she will hit you up on our socials. That is right. We have multiple socials. Well, only two. Facebook is not an option because we're not over 40. No, we are not. We are not. So we've got Insta, we've got Twitter, same handle, at Why Not Gals. She will be more than willing to answer your DMs. Slide on in. Slide on in, say something funny. We want to hear from you. Tonight our episode is called, You Had Me at Merlot. <laughs> and I want to preface this with, I've never had Merlot. Which we will be correcting Via this podcast. Via this podcast. The whole premise of this podcast is basically us getting Liddy drunk while talking about some shit. That's the whole premise of it. This is why we decided to do it. So we've already poured our wine. Mine is rosé, specifically Pink House. We're going to try it tonight. Uh, I'm drinking sangria by Girls Night Out because it's cheap and it goes down quick. A lot of sugar in there. A lot of sugar. Easy to sip. Good for ya. <laughs> so we encourage you to crack one open with us, uncork it, whatever you need to do. Pour that heavy-handed glass, because we all know that's what the full glass was meant for. Take a nice deep sip and get ready for this hilarious journey that I'm sure the wine is going to take us on. Uh, we don't encourage underage drinking, though, because we never did that. Never. Ever. No. Not once. We waited until we turned 19. And in the States, we waited until we were 21. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. So, don't drink underage. But I do want to say, if you are drinking with us tonight or during the day, whatever time of day you're listening to this, you're not drinking alone. You are not. If you are drinking with us, you are not drinking alone. No, 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 ma'am. So as much as this intro has been horrible and fun, we're going to get right on into it. I want to talk about high school drunk girls real quick, okay. okay? High school drunk girls. Why is it that every single goddamn one of them owns 17 pairs of white shoes? I love that you brought this up because I've been meaning to speak about the white shoes. So many white shoes. I don't know if it was living in the country and we always did bonfires or bushers. Bushers. Exactly. Bushers. That's a word. I didn't know that's what we call bush parties now. Yeah, bushers. Okay. That's what we've always called them. This will be a debate for another time when we bring up other words. Well, if we're going to bring those words up. (sighs) No. Dartying. No, it's not a word. I'm what is what is the no. opinion on dartying? Okay? No guys, listen. Dartying? I think it's a US college thing. Dartying is day partying. But the urban planet no, urban planet's a store. <laughs> urban dictionary for that word is day partying. So are we getting gonna darty tomorrow? Maybe. I don't know. No, we will day drink. We will not darty because I'm canceling that <laughs> word. It's disgusting. Let us know. Slide into our DMs. Do you think dartying is a word, should be a word, should be used? No. We'll put a pin in this debate for now. But back to your bushers and the white shoes. Yes. If you're going to go to a party, you have to wear close-toed shoes, first of all. 
or a bar. Closed-toed shoes at As a bar. As we've learned. For sure. We Our friend learned. Chardonnay knows this too well. Toenails are not your friend at bars. No. Um, you gotta wear boots. You gotta wear something that you can walk around in all night. Something comfortable, but something that's easy to clean. Because the next morning, when you have no idea where you went, because there's always a drunk walk. Always a drunk walk. You gotta have shoes that you can clean. But here's my question. Like, you know, you know the girl, though. I know the girl. She's got, like, the white bands or the fucking white converse on. She's like... Sheila, did you see my new shoes? They're so cute. I got some 60% off with an extra 10% off because these promo code that was on the thing with the thing and it was extra. It was great. They came in like three days. And you're like, okay, great. I'm not looking at your feet. What are you wearing? Because their white shoes are always so just trying to distract you mm-hmm. from whatever the fuck they're wearing. Because usually it's some form of tube top. Ugh, don't even get me started on tube tops. And they're outside. Outside. Freezing their asses off, covered in mosquito bites. And that's what they chose to wear. But the whole time I'm like, why was this the thought in your head that this was a good idea? They're also the same girl you see three days later. And they're like, I lost my phone at that party. Do you remember seeing me? Although I cannot blame them. I've lost my phone at parties before. I always plug it in. I find a secret room, and by secret room I mean I know the people who are having the party, and I go in and I steal their phone charger, and I'm like, listen, bitch, this is where this is staying tonight. You do not touch it. It does not move. It only rings when my ride is here. Got it? (laughs) You are a very different person than I am. My phone goes with me everywhere. I will forget it for days days i will set it places that causes me anxiety you're just saying that i will set it places and literally forget about it for hours hours you know this about me i do which is funny because i always say if you want to get a hold of me you want to chat call me but i don't have my ringer on so no realistically i will get back to you within one three business days Depending on how long you've lost your phone for. Depending on how long I lost my phone for, depending on how much I actually went and talked to you, depending on what you texted me. Because you ghost in this house. I do not ghost. Okay, so this is the whole debate. So, Sangria here has been trying to get me out there more, (laughs) I should say. And lately, I am not one for the clingy people, you know, the ones where you ignore them for hours and they respond in a couple minutes and you're like... Do you have a life? <laughs> She'll leave them hanging for 20 plus hours. And if they respond in more than like half an hour later, she's like, oh, they're clingy. I'm like, no, they're just on their phone. Okay? I, uh, I don't know. We See, were talking about girls at parties? Girls at parties. <laughs> but I want to, I just want to go on this tangent because I feel like a lot of people have this problem of like, I don't know what I want, and I don't think they know what they want, so I feel like not knowing what the other one wants, as well as not knowing what you want, mm. it's just a big clusterfuck. Like, that sentence was just a big clusterfuck, because that just proves how big of a hot mess the whole situation is. You just need to do it more. Practice makes better. I'm not going to say perfect. We don't strive for perfect in this house. That's a lot of pressure that we're going to talk about later. Um, but better. Practice helps. Yeah, well, we always just like to, uh, 
slide into DMs on our friends' Tinders, because honestly, that's that's the funny part of Tinder. Yes. You put them in situations they would never be in themselves. As much as we love talking about Tinder, <laughs> Tinder, I think, is just a vesicle for very drunk girls. Mm-hmm. Very, very drunk girls who have lowered standards because of their alcohol consumption. I love this topic, and I want to continue talking about this, but our resident... Fire breather is outside again. Yeah, guys. So we have a fire breather. <laughs> our who, na- our neighbor. Yeah, he lives next door. Every once in a while, usually on like a weekday night, we'll go outside and breathe fire, um, for hours on end. Right in the middle of the street. For no real reason. I don't know, and it freaks us out because we can hear it, and then you, there's just an orange flash across the the sky. And he's back. And he's back and he's here to entertain us tonight. So we've got our wine, we've got our fire breather, and now you have all three, if you are listening to this podcast. Which we hope you are. Which we hope you are. But let's let's continue on the topic of drunk girls, because I have this theory. There's three types of drunk girls. Only three. Yes. Anybody else is lying. If they say there's more than three, lying. The first drunk girl, I think I'm the first drunk girl. She's the one that just wants to party. She just wants to dance. She doesn't care about anything else going on in her life. She's like, let's get lit. Most likely is falling down off of furniture. The worst she's going to do is you're going to have to carry her home. Like, she's going to drink herself to the point where she's like, I'm so inebriated that I can't stand. What's her name again? And clothes are definitely optional at that point. <laughs> at that point, clothes are optional. It's fine. Like, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. That is definitely who you are, Rosé, to your core. To my core. Shots and a lot of different carbonated beverages don't sit well with jeans, all I'm saying. But then drunk girl number two comes in. She's my least favorite. You know what I mean? She's the one that, like, has the full-blown bar meltdown. Every time you go out. So not just like once. She's like, no. I'm going to think about every single thing that a man has done to wrong me. And I'm going to sit about here. And I'm going to to cry about it. And I'm going to ruin not only my night, but everyone's (laughs) night around me. And my makeup. And my makeup. (laughs) As the single tear starts to fall down their face but they don't care because they get more drinks after that and they help encourage their breakdown to just progress just keep going and at that point their emotions are so out of whack she's the girl that's gonna fight somebody Mm -hmm. she's the girl that's texting her ex being like i missed you even though he cheated on her with like five girls she's like i i fucked you complete me you complete me you're my future husband you know She's that girl, and that girl's the girl that, like, you sit there and you're like, I'm hearing you, but I'm trying not to. Mm-hmm. And that brings me to the third girl. She's, like, the middle of everything. She's just chilling. She's just confused the whole night, though. That's her vibe. And this is who I am as a drunk person. She's sitting there, and she's the one that's like, well, did you ever think about how... You wash your hands, but you're just watching them wash each other. Yes. And then she goes, wow. Like, she doesn't get 
too upset about life, but she just kind of sits there and really, like, contemplates it. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, like, shit's going down with number one, falling off furniture. She's like, God damn, somebody's got to go get that girl. You're not moving, though. Like, she's just sitting there chilling, hanging out, doing her best. Narrating the entire situation. The whole situation. She's got tabs on everyone. She's the one that, at the end of the night, knows what actually went down. She's also the one, though, that when... she didn't get too confused. That is true. (laughs) If she didn't get too confused or she didn't dip into any other Mm -hmm. substances. But she's also the one that, the second girl, when she's having her full breakdown, she's sitting there going hand me the popcorn because this is a bitch about to go crazy and I'm ready to watch it with as much as I can focus my two eyes on. That's what I'm going to watch. Which will be hard but I will do it. Those are the three types of drunk girls. Do Do you agree? That's the real question. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's one of those things that like some people really do agree with the whole angry drunk and the really like sad drunk thing and I don't think that that's an actual thing. I think the sad and angry drunk are just the same continuum, you know? Like, you can be sad and be angry and depending on who you are, male, female, you know, whatever else you identify as, we don't judge in this house, you can be sad and then you can immediately be angry. I have witnessed both. And the females and males I have partied with. And it's always a hot mess. But do you want to know something else about the girl who's, like, wild and the cry girl? They have something in common. Do you know what it is? What? They're both that girl that when you walk into a mall, their whole body is just programmed. No matter what mall they're in, whether they've been there before, whether they've not been there before, whether they have even heard of this mall's name. They immediately, their whole body is programmed to be like, I'm going to walk my fastest route and closest and quickest way to get to my store. And do you know what my store is? I do. Bath and Body Works. It is. Because here's the thing. Bath and Body Works is the epitome of basic. It's the epitome of smelling your best. But that's the store that also is... Hey, you can get seven wallflowers for $28. Do you want to buy them? And I'm like, I'll take 18. <laughs> I'm that girl. So, like, I'm calling myself out, but I'm also calling all of you out. Because here's the thing. Do you not walk in when they're having their three-week sale and you're like, oh, you can get two. You buy two, you get one free. And you're like, okay, I'll take 18. And then you end up with a whole closet. An entire closet. Full of bath and body works. And you're like, how... Did this happen? Every room has three cents. <laughs> and it is a lot of chaos. And your olfactory system is not 100% here for it. But you bought all of those candles. So I'm going to experience all of those candles. At the same time. <laughs> same time. Different vibes, different room. So that's my take on the only common thread those two girls have. Those are the girls also that like when they're getting ready in like the pre though... Other than the Bath and Body Works obsession, those two girls also have what the bop songs in common. Mm. They're like, we're going to get lit. We're going to do lots of shots. We're going to get wild. And whereas the Confused Girl is like, I'm a pass. You two are cray cray. Mm. Low-key alcoholics. Low-key, low-key. And your liver's going to hate you in the morning. But like, okay. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm definitely the confused, analyze the entire life kind of thing, girl. 
because that's not my experience. The, no. sh- the shots, the song shots, <laughs> pre-gaming. I lost my train of thought because I'm confused. Exactly. <laughs> We're right on the right tangent. Um, speaking of which, I want to talk about hot takes. I know I mentioned them earlier with the whole white shoes, but I want to talk about one of your hot takes. Or more specifically, a friend of ours hot takes. Because this, this hot take revolves around food. And this yes. hot take, oh. I find hilarious because I didn't know people actually did this, but we had a person we know make food <laughs> And she had her pasta noodles, and she was dipping them in the pasta sauce, like, separate bowl for the pasta sauce. And our one friend goes, that's just so wrong, and such a rude way to eat that I just can't even. And I completely agreed with her in this sentiment, because who dips noodles? Maybe she thought they were like french fries, you know? No. No, she's out of her mind, okay? All I'm saying is, you eat how you want to eat. It's like people who eat ranch with pogos. See, I can see that more than dipping your pasta. That's wild. Or ketchup on pizza. Why? It already has enough tomato. Here's the thing. I feel like all of these weird faults... All of these weird food combinations, I feel like they happen because people get too drunk and high and are like, what is in my fridge? What can I put on this? No, I have come up with my best recipes, drunk and high. Okay, what's your best recipe then? You take one of those giant ass marshmallows, right? You roast it. Mm -hmm. You put that between two chocolate chip oatmeal cookies. Interesting. Oh, so basically you came up with a s'more. No, better because it's a soft oatmeal cookie. You know, like the ones that you get at Sobeys. Specifically, Sobeys. Farmer's Market or whatever, you know. Shout out. Shout out to Sobeys. <laughs> you know? You know what I'm saying. You know I know. Cookies? I know what you're saying. All I'm Fantastic. saying is, as long as we're shouting out big name companies, we need to shout out <laughs> IKEA because they recently came out with this six foot tall wine glass. Oh, yes. That I don't think it was recent, though. I'm pretty sure, though, like, if you took a three-liter bag of wine mm-hmm. and you poured that bad boy right on in there, like, you cut the bag open and just poured it in, it would fit. Oh, for sure. And that would be my drink for the night. I just get a big-ass straw, a little umbrella, but, like, a child-sized umbrella, because, like, it has to be proportioned <laughs> to the wine glass. And I'd just be like, yeah, this is my drink tonight. Just bring it around with me. That's such a dangerous drink. You could spill it so easily. But if you park yourself in one spot... It, the drink would be parked in one spot. I would not be parked in one spot. Oh, okay. I see. I see your logic here. Because, like, I can party and come back to my drink. Yeah. Like, it, obviously, this is a house party scenario. Yeah, not, not a bar. You don't could bring your you own glass to a bar anyways. Six and foot wine glass rolling into the club. That would be hilarious. And I would like to see... We get lit. The bouncers stop you with that. Can't even sneak it in. Like, maybe dress it up as a person and see what they do. That's my best. That's my best idea. No, I think you go balls out and you just carry it in there. <laughs> like, just have other people don't carry even it in like, behind me? Don't even be phased by it. The bouncer looks you in the eye. You look them in the eye. 
they look at the wine glass, you look them back in the eye. Don't even question the wine glass, sir. <laughs> We're going in. Do you know what, speaking of bouncers and getting in clubs, how many times do you get it ID'd? Like, when you're going out and when you're buying things? Every single time. I look like I'm 12. Okay, so I have this friend who never gets ID'd. She's probably a year older than us. She never gets ID'd. Ever. The only time she gets ID'd is when she's sitting with me. Mm. So, do you know who never gets ID'd? My brother. My baby brother. Never gets ID'd. Because he looks like a man. And I'm sitting here looking like I'm 12. And they're like, no, I don't trust you. And him, full beard. And they're like, yeah, you're you can 30. That's fine. I just find it funny because I'm thinking in my head, what on earth has to be, like, cleared enough for you to be like, yeah, they don't need booze. They're Is it young. an aura? Honestly, I feel like the part of the reason I got ID the last time I went out mm. was I showed up a bag of wine seven shots deep. And barely had my eyes open and was looking at the bouncer being like, hey, you going to let me in? (laughs) And he was like, I don't know. Should I? And I was like, yes, you should. (laughs) But the whole premise of that night was I'm confident they were trying to cut me off without Mm. like outwardly saying we're cutting you off because my drinks kept disappearing that night. Huh. Like it is I, the worst to have to cut someone off. It hurt. It pains you. It's so embarrassing. But the I've thing had to is, do it like twice, and each time, oh, I want to crawl out of my own skin. But the thing is, <laughs> I was still dancing the whole night. Like I was still living, thriving. Yeah, because you're drunk girl number one. Water, you know, maybe falling down a couple flights of stairs, but it's fine. we were okay. <laughs> no, no one cares. You don't care. Life is fine. No, and, like, that's what I mean. So, it's just a wild, wild time out there because I apparently look like a 12-year-old. Either that or they double me to drink. Sucks for them. (laughs) Doing it anyways. Doing it anyways. Speaking of which, okay, have you ever been at the bar and your friend has snuck in a flask? Yeah. Okay. Who hasn't? No, I know. (laughs) But I just want to clarify, preface this for anybody who hasn't had this happen. It is the most dangerous game. So stressful. To be playing. Because it's not even a, oh, what if the bouncer catches me with these booze that I snuck in? It's a, how many shots have I not counted while taking them out of the flask in the bathroom? Oh, no, you're right. Because the last time that scenario happened, my friends and I, there was four of us, finished a flask. About the size of a granola box. In like half the night. That's insane. And that was the night that... How many friends though? Four. Okay. Yeah. And you guys pre-drank, bought drinks. Yeah. And... Oh. Yeah. Because this... This boyfriend was like, hey, I've got vodka. And I was like, who shoots vodka, though? So many people shoot vodka. You're not supposed to. Only one I know who doesn't shoot vodka. Only one I know. Is me? Who doesn't shoot vodka, yeah. It's disgusting. Why would you do that? You shoot whiskey. You you shoot tequila. You shoot things that taste good. You know that I will always shoot whiskey. That is my true, true alcohol. Love. Love is whiskey. And I will always shoot whiskey. 
no matter how many times it has wronged me, I will always shoot whiskey. But vodka this one night, and it hit hard. Because at this point in the night, it's probably only like midnight, maybe quarter after midnight. And we're all in the bathroom for the sixth time. Because you guys have to pee and do shots, obviously. Taking more shots out of this flask. And at this point, it's kind of getting empty because we've not just been taking one shot when we go back. We're no. doing shot for shot. Mm. Because at that point, your brain is so alcohol-ridden and so full that you're like... Just saturated. This is the best idea I've had since pre-ordering my pizza for later. I'm. You've changed my life with pre-ordering my pizza for later. I want you to know that. I... You single-handedly changed my entire perspective of life i'm the drunk girl though guys like honest to god here are my tips fucking pre-order your food when you know you're going out make a plan think about it think what would drunk me really truly want Mm. dick mcdonald's and pizza exactly cue that up for the night Mm. so if mcdonald's is the thing that you throw up you've only spent like what five dollars on it so it's it's fine. fine It goes in, so it goes out. As long as you're not thrown up on a dick, you're good. Exactly. As long as you're not thrown up on a penis, we fine. But, yeah, McDonald's, $5, in, out. Pizza, pizza is what you want at, like, 3 a.m. once you've slowly started to recover. Yeah. Or, like, and your body's home like, or wherever you're supposed to sleep for the night. Whoa, I would really like some salt or some Substance. water. Something that has vegetables on it, maybe. Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. That's fantastic. What, uh, like, the next day, my hangover meal is always, like, Harvey's or, like, something like that. Like, greasy. See, this is where we differ, though. Because you know me. You always know when I'm hungover, Sangria, because Mm. I will order, guys, full-fledged meals. She will. The next day. Like, not just one. We should preface this that we're roommates. Yeah. that's why we know so much about each other. Not just because we're, like... Like, we are close friends, but also I just see her all the time. All the time. (laughs) But, um, I will order... Like, I'll pick, like, Montana's, Boston Pizza, Kelsey's, wherever. No, the fancier places. The fancier places. And I'll be like, ooh. At 2 p.m. when I've finally woken up from my drunk stupor and have thrown up in the toilet twice already this morning. What?! Do I want pulled pork nachos? Always. Always. Some kind of fried chicken and potatoes. Mm. There was one night all I wanted was steak salad. Oh, that's good. But here's the thing. I will never order those things before 4 p.m. the following day. No, you won't. (laughs) You really won't. You'll wait all day. I will wait all day because... I don't want to risk throwing up the good food, you know? No, you're right. Because that's just a waste. Because, you, you know... You spend it, the money, you can't throw it up afterwards. It's McDonald's, the, you can throw up. Whatever, it's Exactly. Fine. It's the McDonald's. It's the McDonald's that goes right in, right out, through you, and it's fine. So you throw it up, you're just skipping the middleman. Exactly. That is the plan. That is how you do this. But speaking of salads and throwing up, I have this one friend that every single time... Every single time we go drinking, I'm like, okay, let's rip on through the McDonald's drive-thru. This is what we're going to get up to tonight. We may shit this out, puke this out later. 
whatever. It's fine. It was $5. She'll go, no. I want a salad. Disgusting. A salad. So picture this. Your entire stomach contents is gone because you may have already puked at the pre and you're still at drinking. The pre? At the pre? She's bad for puking at the pre. Puking at the pre, still drinking. It's five hours later. Her body has no water left in it. No water. And she has the audacity to go, I want a salad. A salad. A salad. No. As I'm biting into my Big Mac, she's like, I want a salad. And I've always gone... Why are you hurting yourself with this? And she goes, listen, all of the poison that I've just been funneling into my body, the salad is going to fix it. I'd like to point out when she's saying this, she's almost falling down the staircase. Yeah, okay, because rationale is gone. Gone at this point. But in her head, she's like, I can fix all of the wrong that I have committed to my body with alcohol by eating a salad. <laughs> and the whole time, I'm always like, yeah, okay, who's going to be throwing up in five minutes? Because it's not going to be me. No. Carbs, man. That's what they're, what Carbs, you need. Carbs, protein. Those are the two things you need in your stomach when you are drinking. Protein slows down your digestion. Carbs soak shit up. That's science. We are university-educated women here. Okay, so as much as I love talking about drunk foods, which I think we're going to do a whole episode on, by the way, oh, yeah. on what we eat, when we eat it, what, how do you not die the next day. Because this whole, you had me at Merlot, is like an intro to get to know us a little bit. Yeah. So, and see what happens. When we drink wine and just start talking. Yeah, we're going to have to come up with more strict talking points, maybe, to keep us on well, track. Well, next but week's episode just... next week's episode is Sips About to Go Down, which is all about how wine and other alcohol has traumatized us for life. Oh, and has it ever. All the things that we can no longer drink, all the things we should no longer drink, even though we still do, and things that, specifically, I think we have to make a special place in that for GNL. Girls' night out for all you non-basic white girls. Um, Because that bitch has fucked up our lives a little bit. She's continuing to fuck up mine, if we're going to be completely honest. She's she's a good good steady companion on drunk night. It might be parasitic in our relationship, but I need her. I have interesting thoughts on that. But that's our next week's topic. So tune on in for Wine Traumatized. Sip's about to go down. It's going to be super entertaining for sure. We may even have our third wine gal calling in, Chardonnay, with some crazy, crazy stories. Because if any one of us has really gotten into the wine... Oh, it's Chardonnay. It is Chardonnay. She is a wine aficionado, and I say wine aficionado as in self-proclaimed wine enthusiast who has no real expectations for her wine other than to get her drunk. Mm-hmm. 
because that's ultimately in college what you're aiming for. You're like, what can I, it's cheap. What can I buy? What can I get hammered on? The fastest. The fastest. So all of those things coming into play, but I think we should talk about our one segment that we are going to fully talk about tonight is wine made me do it. So wine made me do it. It's going to be a reoccurring segment that's going to pop up in our podcast that is a whole time to talk about stuff that alcohol, specifically wine, has made us do that we normally probably shouldn't have done. And I'm going to preface this with all of my friends, Sangria can attest to this, have said, drunk me is a whole alter ego because... Oh, she has her own name and everything. She's got a different vibe going on. You can't control her. She can't be tamed. Cue the Miley Cyrus song. She is the... Feathers and all. Yes. She is the Kanye West tweet from years ago of, I have no manager, I can't be managed. Drunk Rose completely is that person. She's the one that's through. under furniture, falling downstairs. She's scheming too. She's coming up with plans. I figured out the whole night before it's even started. Drunk mind is a different mind. She's put together a lot of different things that sober me probably wouldn't have. But my wine traumatized story for this week is let me set the scene for you. Paint you a picture here. Paint you a picture. We are at the bar. The campus bar. So everyone is probably 19 because we're from Canada. So that's legal drinking age for all the U.S. or other country people. That's when we're allowed to legally drink. So everybody's 19 to probably like 24 maybe. I'd say pushing 30 here. I don't think. On this night, though, it was supposed to be, like, neon night or something. Oh, yeah. No, no. Neon night. That's all the youngins. Yeah. It's all the youngins who are like, yeah, I'm going to go get drunk. So. Wear a cute outfit. Yeah. We're at neon night. My friend and I are not dressed at all for the theme. Oh, I remember picking you guys up this night. Not at all dressed for the theme. And we walk in and... My friend Chardonnay, who you guys are going to have a fun time meeting, has this Excellent lady. bartender lover. And we call him her bartender lover because if we go in early enough, he won't make us pay cover. And the first round of shots are on him. I need to stop DDing you guys and start going with you. You do, because honestly, I don't know how she swung this. Because she's gorgeous. She is. She's gorgeous. But she's got a bartender lover, man. And this was the night that he followed her after we got our first set of shots. He followed her to the bathroom and was like, so you ready to go? And she's like, we are not having sex right now. That's not what's happening. So he he aggressively wants her and it's quite entertaining. But um, so we've done our first round of shots. We've pre-gamed hard. It's probably only like 10, 30, 11. Because when we get to the bar, we get to the bar early. So we can scope too. the whole thing out. And this night was probably one of the, like, least busy nights of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, night. It was a poor excuse. It was a poor excuse to drink, but we were doing it anyways. And we were scoping out the bar, and our friend, Ross, he, um, he pointed out his his group of friends to us, and honestly, like, we'd met these guys multiple times while drinking, but... 
he kept introducing them to us as if it would somehow change <laughs> our opinions on them. We didn't, we weren't interested. Like, sure, they might have been nice guys, but we were like, okay, whatever. We're on. here to dance. We're here to dance. Like, okay, whatever, dude. So at this point, there's probably four or five of us, and we're just hanging out. And my friend Chardin are like scoping out the bar, just ch- chilling out. And there was this group of guys, and we're like, oh, he's cute. Okay, moving on. It was like a two second thought. Because you had a mission, and your mission was to dance. Have a good time with your girlfriend. It was a two-second thought, and the mission was to dance. So at this point in the night, we are dancing so aggressively hard. But everyone else we have come with is getting kicked out of the bar. Oh, my God. Because they are yakking all over the place. They're not behaving appropriately. The whole thing's going to the ground. At this point, I'm calling a whole bunch of our friends trying to be like, hey, you need to come pick so-and-so up because, like, this is not going well. And at this point, Chardonnay has moved in on this guy. Oh, of course. That were originally were like, he's kind of cute. Yes. And he's like, mm, maybe I'm interested. So this whole night, this whole night, this whole thing's going down. Like, everything's, like, burning the ground around us. We're dancing up a storm. And this guy just happens to waltz on in. This cute guy that we scoped at earlier. He knew. He knew. He knew what was going on. And so, literally, as he's walking in to talk to me, because my friend had been looking for me, because I disappeared to make these phone calls, and she goes, um... So, this is good, right? And I'm like, yeah, go. Like, bye. And she's like, okay. So, she leaves the bar with this guy. But here's the thing. The whole night, I've been trying to set up my other friend with all of these other girlfriends of mine. And he always is picking the ones in relationships. So, he's watching my one friend leave being like, seriously? You're setting everyone else up but me? Mm. And this was the night that... I had my friend, a DA appointment, my other friend. That means dick appointment, if you're not up with the lingo here. DA is dick yes, appointment. Yes, DA is dick appointment. My other friend puking in the bathroom. It's a rough night. My other friend getting walked home by someone else. Oh, I remember that. And me calling going, how fast can we get McDonald's? Yes, I remember that phone call. You calling and being like, we need McDonald's. It needs to happen get us. in the next five minutes because my whole body is screaming for potatoes. And I remember that because that was the night it took me two trips to the car because I was very tired. I don't, I don't remember why I had to come back in for anything. I think I forgot my wallet the first time or something, just in case we got pulled over. Yeah. But that was great. Nothing like rolling up. I was very tired. They were very drunk. We went to McDonald's. It was fantastic. But at this point, I'm also in the car. Like, Sangria's in the McDonald's drive-thru. We're ordering, and I'm screaming on my phone, going, Okay, but I think this is the guy she went home with. And I have already, yes. like, plotted down FBI agented. Is that the night your shirt disintegrated? Yes, that was the night that the clothes did not stay on. No, they were optional that night. I saw a lot of rosé for the first time ever. 
a lot more than I expected to see, but you know, not bad. It is what it is. But it's one of those things that I think like that night will forever be engraved in my memory because it started off with a liter and a half bottle of wine that it quickly escalated with the yeah. least amount of people. So wine definitely made me do it that night. Mm. What about you, Sangria? What is the night that wine made you do it? Well, as I've been sitting here pondering, the night's wine has made me do it. I'm thinking of two nights in particular, and I don't tell stories quite nearly as long as Rosé does, so they'll be quick. The first night, this is just a quick thing, I was drinking wine straight from the bottle. Didn't even pour it into a glass. It was a fantastic night. I peer pressured everyone I know that was at the house party into trying weed for the first time. It might have been a mistake, but I was great. You were convinced that's what what needed to happen. Everyone needed to try pot brownies for the first time. Fantastic. It ended well. No one died. So, good time. The second time wine made me do it, I slept with a friend. And I will regret that till the day... I die, and not because the sex wasn't, the sex was okay. It was no, let's, let's be honest here. The sex was not okay. If I was a normal person, the sex would have been fine, but... Sangria um, is accustomed to a certain standard. I, yes, and it didn't meet that standard, but no. like, he could have learned. He could have overcome. We always say that when they have small dicks and don't know what to do with it. No, his dick was mediocre. It was fine. It was everything else that was wrong. But anyways, enough about my sex life. Um, The real problem was the way he looked at me in the morning. And he looked... He wanted to be in love with you. He... Yeah, he was like... He's a relationship dude. And it was my birthday. I was very drunk. Wine makes me horny. And I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to sleep with him. And then he had to drive me all the way home. And this was like a half hour drive from where we were parking to my house. And then we had the discussion about intimacy and what was intimate to him and what was intimate to me. And you're like, sex is not intimate no, to me. No, sex is like shaking hands. And he was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm never going to speak to you ever again. And I haven't seen him or talked to him in like over a year. And I haven't gone to any parties that he's been at because I can't bring myself to go see him and look into his eyes and know that he has not only seen me naked, but looked at me with that look. You know that look that's like, "Hmm, we could like date. Or, like, get married or something. And then I ran away. So, wine made me do it on that night. I think this is a a very good wine made me do it segment. Yeah. There were some some good stories coming out. But as much as I love wine made me do it, I definitely want to go to one more hot take. Uh, Yes. One more hot take before we wrap it up for the night. My last hot take is... What part of the next generation I want to know when we became so old (laughs) the last two years we became old 
that Zac Efron is no longer recognized for his heartthrob, amazing, truly cinematic role as Troy Bolton and has become recognized for his role in The Greatest Showman. I don't know. When did that happen? Because High School Musical and Loving Troy Bolton was a whole vibe through the early 2000s to mid. And you can't even die because those three movies, mm, good content. Two of the three. Two of the three. The second one's shit. We all know it. Anybody shit. Who, who disagrees with that, please do not follow. Please do not continue. We will not be friends because that whole premise is in him just fucking up and we don't like to acknowledge that. Even though it gives us some good shirtless, shirtless scenes. Which we do appreciate. Mm-hmm. But, but, the quality is not worth the abs. That doesn't rhyme at all. I'm sorry, folks. No, but honest to God, that's my question. When did we become so old, so old, that Troy Bolton is no longer Zac Efron? I don't know, man. Because I don't think we're that old. We're not that old. We're bebés. Tell, okay, this is a question for our audience, though. What is the one thing that you've come to realize in the last couple years that has aged you that you thought, no, I'm still young. I know this stuff. I know all these references. But now when you talk about it, someone goes, oh, hey, like, you, you're you're old now because no one knows what that is. That's my question, you guys, because mine for sure is Zac Efron. Sangria, I think yours might be different than mine. Because my mine is definitely Zac Efron. I don't know. Zac Efron was the love of my early childhood. Remember how I'm always confused because I'm the third drunk girl? I don't know what mine is that makes me feel old. Like, maybe Avril Lavigne. Like, people not knowing Avril Lavigne from way back when. Like the skater boy face? The skater boy. Fantastic. Live and die for her. Like, not knowing that, or, I don't know. Like, I wasn't a high school musical diehard, but not knowing who Troy Bolton is, yeah. it's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. Yeah. The other thing I've learned is 1999's super pop hit Spice Girls Wannabe, the fact that this next generation doesn't know who it is. Or what that song stands for? Did you say Spice Girls? Spice Girls. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I didn't. I don't think you said Spice Girls. I heard Spice Girls, and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> no, I no, you're Spice right. Spice Girls. Spice Girls. You're telling me that "Wannabe" by Spice Girls is not the best pop anthem to dance to. It's fantastic. You Tells don't know. Me you're lying. At least the chorus. If you don't know you're the rap by this point. I don't know the rap, but I have a shoddy memory. I at least know the chorus. Which, we're going to work on the rap over here. We're going to work on the rap. At Wine Not Gals podcast. I'm going to learn the rap to Wannabe. You're going to drink Merlot. Merlot. You had me at Merlot. (laughs) You had me at Merlot. And this actually has been, I think, close to the end of our first podcast of You Had Me at Merlot. I think so. We've got, you probably got lots to know, um, lots to know. I think you definitely learned lots 
about us. And you can tell where we obviously got drunker as the podcast went on. And I hope you're laughing. I hope. Hope you're laughing with, with us. us. Um, but if you're laughing at us, you know what? That's okay, too. That's fine. Um, I'm hoping that you guys will all tune in for our next podcast. Sip's about to go down. Wine traumatized. That's going to come out next Friday. We're super excited to film. Film. <laughs> record these for you guys um again our social media handles are at why not gals you can follow us on instagram and twitter we do not have a facebook because we are not over 40 no we are not and all i have left to say what what about our email our email <laughs> if you really want you can email us just before we get to our complete outro uh, it is why not gals podcast at gmail.com. Please email us. Slide into our DMs. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Send us some questions because I think we're going to actually do a question and answer podcast a one night. Q&A. Yeah. Yes. Q&A. For sure. I said the full words. I know. I didn't know. Uh, but I think this is coming to the end of our first podcast. So I just wanted to say, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming along with this journey with us. Following where the wine took us tonight. And, and honestly, did it take us? It did. It did take us on quite a wild journey. Our souls definitely are a little changed from this. We're probably going to order McDonald's after this, let's be honest. McDonald's or pizza? One of the two. One or the other. Join us in that endeavor or not. Finish that glass of wine. Let's cheers to our first episode. Cheers. Cheers. And all I have left to say is you had me at Merlot. See you guys next week.